for real sports talk for real sports fans. 1700 KBGG. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to another edition of the Ken Miller Show. Tuesday, January the 30th, Trent Condon and myself up until uh, 2 o'clock here today, talking the world of sports with you, localizing it as best as we can. We'll do a pretty good job of that today, I believe. Zubin Mahente, ESPN, will be here. We'll go around the world of sports, but Zubin always uh, reminds us of his local flavor from the time that he spent uh, right here in central Iowa uh, applying his trade at WOI. So he'll be here at about 1225. He's our only guest in the first hour of the program. Mark Morehouse, who has been assigned to the Hawkeye basketball beat, at least temporarily, uh, will join us at uh, at about 120, 115-ish. And then Tim Yotter, up we go to the... Twin Cities, catch up with the flavor of Super Bowl 52. Timmy Otter is going to join us every day this week. He will join us today at 1.45. Media night was last night. Uh, and Trent, I want to start there. And it's it's a, it's an area I didn't think we'd really touch on. Um, but it has to do with Tom Brady. And it has to do with Tom Brady off the field. Look, on the field, he gets you your, I, I would think, um, a great deal of respect for what the guy does year after year after mm-hmm. year. Father Time has been unable to catch up with Tom Brady. So far, he's the only athlete he hasn't caught. Tom never had a lot of speed to begin with, but uh, I don't think he's closing in. I really don't. Brady's still got some distance between himself and Father Time, who probably is, you know, making a little bit of headway, but which uh, remains to be seen. But I want to start uh, with you on Brady. The Brady news that came out yesterday morning, and, and I don't know if a lot of people caught it, paid attention to it in one ear and out the other. Tom Brady does a local hit on... I don't know if it's still the number one station in Boston. I think there's been an FM station that may have cut into that. But nonetheless, WEI, real famous sports station in in, uh, in Boston, been around forever. Uh, and one of their hosts, a guy that you know. Alex Reimer, yes. Tell, so tell me about him before I get back to the Brady story. Uh, Alex Reimer is a guy, I, I believe that I've booked him maybe for you a time or two. I don't um, remember speaking with him. SB Nation is where he worked for for a number of years. Okay. This was a kid that, as a kid, he's 24 now, so I guess not a kid, but as a 12-year-old, was on The Tonight Show. He was a sports blogger at the time. And... Became nationally recognized. He had a big so following. So with Jay Leno tonight show? Yes. Okay. Yes. He, uh, I mean, he, he was a presence like that. Went to college, finished up his degree, and now right. is is in the world of sports casting. And so he had this blog, SB Nation. He was an NFL writer over there. So we had him on here during this time slot, 1 o'clock last football season, pretty much every Monday. Okay. He was our kind to, of national wrap-up guy mm-hmm. that we could hit everything with. Really good, really good. And right towards the end, I want to say it was maybe even like a year ago this time, probably January of last year, maybe it's December, he said, hey, I'm, I'm doing more now with WDEI. I've been hired on a full-time role. Not sure how much I'll be able to join you. And, and I think we talked to him maybe a time or two during the summer. But, mm-hmm. you know, for the most part, we didn't have uh, the same, he didn't have the same time for us that he did a year ago. But always really enjoyed our conversations, uh, different kind of perspectives on things, and, and really fun guy to have on the radio. So... When I saw the story, I didn't see Alex's name with it right away. It was just another host. And then I digged a little deeper and, whoa, it's a guy I know. That's Alex a guy, Driver. yeah. Well, and, I know the co-host, Mike Manansky, okay. who's been, um, you know, he worked with a guy that you and I just worked with recently. Yeah. And, and when he when he went back east, they, they, 
the Mutt Man, as they as he's known, and he was in uh, Nashua, New Hampshire, and he's moved up into WEI. He's been kind of bounced around a little bit. Had a really good gig uh, mid days there. Lost that, and he was relegated to a, a lesser role on WEI. But that's what brought my attention to the story because I, you know, I, I've spoken to Menansky numerous times over the years. But what I'm, what we're talking about is Tom Brady's, this Alex Reimer who Trent knows uh, was with Menansky on Friday night, and for whatever reason, look, he made a mistake. He um, brought Tom Brady's daughter, five year old daughter, into the conversation and took a shot at her, right? An unnecessary yeah. shot about. Um, yeah, and I think it had to go with it started with Tom Brady's YouTube channel that yes. I guess a lot of athletes are now starting to develop their own YouTube channel. If you want more Tom Brady, you can go to his YouTube channel and there he is at home working out and show you what he eats, amongst other things. Right. So um, but regardless, Alex Reimer took a shot at Brady's daughter. So Monday morning rolls around and Brady's getting set to do his weekly hit morning drive in Boston with two longtime hosts. And he basically went on the air and said, look, I'm not going to talk to you guys today. I, 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 um, I'm disappointed uh, that somebody at your station decided to take a shot at my five-year-old daughter, which is crossing the line. It's just crossing the line. Five-year-old kids, it's, it's, there's, no, there's no room for that. There's just no room. And I know, guys, you, you've talked about Ella in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, We've both brought our wives into the conversation, but that's different. I mean, this is a five-year-old little girl, right? Yes. Yeah. And you and, know what? My two-and-a-half-year-old can be an annoying little pissant, too. Right. And that's okay for you to say. I can say that. But if you said that, You'd I probably wouldn't be me. real pleased. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. yes. And so Brady was disappointed. And, and bottom line, cutting through the chase here, the radio host is suspended. Rightly so. Indefinitely. Tom Brady was asked yesterday at media night his thoughts on, you know, do you want this guy fired for what he said about your daughter? Brady saved his job. He absolutely did. He said, in no shape, form, or fashion do I want this guy to lose his job. Mm -hmm. He made a mistake. uh, Let it be a learning uh, experience. But, I mean, at Tom Brady in Boston doing a weekly segment, and it has four years, I mean, you've got a chance to have the quarterback of the New England Patriots on your show, on your station where you're competing with another sports station. You want Tom Brady, right? There's no other athlete um, in that, and I'm – Look, I don't claim to know the market real well, but I mean, Big Poppy would have been, I guess, the probably the closest. Mm-hmm. I mean, Kyrie Irving, Tom Brady's not even close, it's right? The, yeah, it's Tom. You want Tom Brady on your show, and he was he was going to evaluate his decision to continue that relationship. So Brady's done this for years. And, years. I mean, over the last probably decade, there's been maybe every other year, every third year, seems like there's a little story that kind of comes out, and I don't even know if we talk about it, but something that. Creates a little, a little national buzz, but yeah. this really doesn't move our needle here, right? Right. right. What does Tom Brady get out? I, I understand he's compensated, sure, and probably I'm sure pretty well. I would think. Gonna guess the ad rates at WEI are a little bit different than mm-hmm. KBGG, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, he's making more doing that as whereas Cappy is coming on with us every yes, Wednesday. Yes, yes. We're not. We're ungrateful to have Cappy because right. we absolutely are. So, but what does he really get out of it? I. I in touch for, with his fan base, maybe. Is that what it is? I, I, I don't see any other. What What's the upside of him doing that? And yeah. It really is. Look, the the stadium's going to sell out. Yeah. The Patriots are still going to be New England's team. I, I don't know if there is an upside. I think it's 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 a way to give back a little bit. Okay. I, I, I can't think Pull of any other. Pull back the curtain. Yeah, maybe a little bit, right? Sure. So um, for him to say what he did last night on, on media night, 
I mean, this this he saved this guy's perhaps Alex Reimer's career. Who knows right. if he ever gets another chance? The guy made a terrible mistake. Mm-hmm. He should he and he deserves the suspension that came his way. But if Tom Brady would have been and what what was that show? Was it? Um, Oh God, Gladiator—the thumb up or the yes, thumb down, yes, right? Yes. Brady could have sat in that stab in that podium last night and given thumbs down, and Alex Reimer's job is done. Yes, essentially, and, and he didn't even have to go that far. If he just would have said, "It's a disappointing comment. I wish he wouldn't have said it," and left it at that, Reimer'd still probably be in trouble. Right. But he went a step further, said, "I hope he doesn't lose right. his job because of this." With that. All right, WEI. Good for you, Tom Brady. There's a little human side to you. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I can absolutely, without a doubt, understand why he was pissed off for taking a shot at his five-year-old daughter. Mm -hmm. That's his daughter. Right, right. Right. I mean, it's even like we brought up the example of you saying something. Well, we see each other every day. This is just some guy on a station. That didn't even know Brady. Probably never met Tom Brady. Right, right. If if somebody on another station would say something like that about my daughter, Mm mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be even more blown up. Right. So, yeah, you, you can understand it. And, yes, Ella, as much as I love you, boy, you can be annoying. <laughs> no <laughs> doubt about it, I'm sure. I've never met her, but uh, uh, all two-and-a-half-year-olds are like that way. Ooh. All right, so let's move on. Uh, I wanted to bring that up because I thought, uh, what a class act out of Tom Brady saying that and saving that guy's career potentially. Yes. All right, so last night, uh, Trent, I don't know what was on your docket. I know you've got high school basketball tonight. Mm-hmm. We'll get into that later on. Um, obviously, Minnesota, Iowa tonight. Move our needle. Last night, my Huskers. <laughs> You're going to get sick of saying it. It's kind of a two-prong attack here, right? Uh-huh. We need a team. Yes. And I've got a little um, an alternative purpose for for adopting the Huskers. You want to talk to Sip? Ding! Okay, all right. Here it is. Here right. it is. Well, you know, Sip's I like having Sip on, too. I know you do. I just like to needle him a little more. You, and you do. Um, so this will give me another opportunity, an excuse uh, to talk about my team, the Nebraska Huskers basketball program with Stephen Epsip. I'm not saying we're going to do it every day. I'm not saying we're going to do it every week. But I get um, a SIP withdrawal, right? We don't talk yeah. from SIP. Well, this year, uh, the <laughs> week after Black Friday, normally we get to at least talk football with him in December. But there was no bowl game this year. Oh, and you know what? The rest of the way, if we talk six-minute Husker hoops and six-minute sure. you know, football, I think that's fine I do over too. the course of a week. Absolutely. I, I, I'm absolutely all for it. Um, so so we'll bring Sip into the conversation. Now, there is Nebraska news, uh, not the best of news, certainly not the news Scott Frost wants in his what his first full month, I guess, on the job uh, since he kind of wore two hats, not kind of, he did wear two hats in the month of December. Uh, a real story that was, how many years ago was Rabdo? Was it 2000, what, seven, eight, nine is? I, I was just looking it up. Uh, we were talking about it right before we took the air, uh, and they don't have a date on I don't uh, this remember article. the, well, anyways. Um, it was a while ago now, 2011. Was it 2011? 2011. Two, um, two, inferences, uh, episodes, I guess, of uh, Rabdu uh, have struck the Nebraska program, and Scott Frost got right out in front of it. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, hopefully those kids are going to be okay. Yes. And But it just goes to show you got to watch, right? You would have thought that a lot of schools would have learned their lesson because mm-hmm. Iowa paid a big price as far as um, public relations-wise. Yeah. I'm still waiting for uh, those mass exit transfers that Dennis Dodd was talking about. 20 to the 30 guys. I remember guys. that. Did, 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 there was one, right? There was one. That, what one? Willie Lowe, yeah. Is that what it was? That was the one. Yeah, there was no mass transfers. Mass transfers. Yeah. Program falling Still, not, not, not the best look. No, if, no, if no. If you were to, um, you know, to draw a slate, 
the good to the bad to the Ference era, that would be towards the top, I think, just the way it was handled. I think he would do it differently if he did. Staying on the road recruiting the way he did. I don't think Barta was in town. Right. Uh, it just wasn't the best look in the in the immediate aftermath of the kids being hospitalized. But we digress. Over 20 years, there's going to be things that come sure. up. Uh, you know, the where Brian Ferentz was living. And the See, that didn't bother me. I know me that neither. got under piss of a, a, a lot of people, but you're a student athlete. You yeah. want to live with your friends. Right, right. I know that on the surface, it doesn't look the best that you're getting a break on the rent, but who, where do you want to live? You want to live with your teammates. You want yes. to experience college. And that was always my take on it. Mm-hmm. And I was popular with the black and gold I'm sure. people that yes, were listening yes. those couple of weeks. And, and uh, conversely, the folks to the north didn't think that I was uh, <laughs> uh, going down the right path. But any, I, I remember that very well. We were doing the show at the barbershop at the time, and I was <laughs> I didn't see I didn't think it was a big deal. I really didn't. No, no. And I, for that reason, on yes. the surface, does it look the best? No, I get it. Have I, they changed the rules subsequently? Yes, they have. But I, I had a couple of buddies that had wealthy parents. I was not in that camp in college. And they lived in the same crap holes that I did. And now they their parents paid for their rent every month, but mm-hmm. that's what you do in college. Yeah. It was, do you remember the nickname that was associated with uh, Kirk after that? And still to this day is in some respects. No. Free rents. Kirk free rents. Oh, <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's what it was. I can see that I'm pretty one. sure I, that's I can what see it was. that one. Well, speaking of uh, Dennis Dodd. Yes. Article today up at CBSSports.com. Yeah, glad. Thank you for taking us there. This is big news. It, it is. as uh, Jamie Pollard at the forefront mm-hmm. of the a... point person behind yes, this. Yes, a, a new bill from the NCAA talking about transfers and, and changing. And it's something that I think we've talked in the past. We're both for. Yeah, absolutely. Lifting restrictions. Now, this is not quite the widespread transfer whenever you want. You don't right. have to sit out. Right. Which... Though, in one respect, does make sense. Why do these guys have to sit out? Mm-hmm. They're going across the board. You know, I told you before, and I think you were surprised by it, you know, wrestlers don't have to sit out. Yeah, no, you're right. There's only one. How many sports does it involve? Like a handful, I five. think. Is it five? Football, yeah, there you go. men's and women's basketball, baseball, and I can't remember the fifth. But there's five, But and I've seen it before. I'm surprised guys. wrestling doesn't fall into yeah. that. And, I mean, some other, you know, decent revenue sports that – don't fall under that umbrella. You transfer and you're eligible right away to go. Mm-hmm. So what this will do is if a coach leaves for another job or, or is fired, fired, yep, you can transfer. Free now, of you can't follow the coach. You can't follow right. them. But no sit out. No sit out. Because Trent, here's the end. I've, I've had this argument. I remember Dyer and I having this argument forever. You don't commit to the school. Mm-hmm. I know on the surface that's what you're that's what you're told. That's what the letter Absolutely. of intent says. You are not committing to Matt Campbell, you're committing to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Who's in your living room? Iowa State's not. Matt right. Campbell's in your living room. He's the one that's giving you the pitch. He's the one that's I mean, how many kids? And there's been there's more than you would think commit to a school sight unseen. Yes. yes. I've never been there, but sounds good to me. I'm in. Yes. Right, you've never seen and I'm I uh, ABCU Right. I don't want to make this an Iowa and Iowa State thing. Um, You've never seen ABCU, but you 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 like the what the coach was saying, Mm -hmm. whether he wink, wink, promise you playing time or whatever it was that put you over the top and made you uh, uh, make the decision that you made or the best offer that you have. It's your only power conference offer. There's another one. Your only Big 12 or Big 10, whatever it is. I'm going there. Absolutely. You've never been there. Well, I'm going there anyway. Doesn't matter to me. Right. I'm playing in the Big 12. I'm yeah. playing in the Big 10. Um, but now that this and, and you know, hats off to Jamie Pollard. Uh, this is a, this is another remember we talked about that that uh, slate that if you're 
uh, the building the fair slate, the good, bad. Mm-hmm. This one you put in the good column for Jamie Pollard, at least from where I sit, because yes. anything that helps the student-athlete kind of uh, levels the playing field a little bit. Look, the coach can leave for another job. The coach can get fired. Now, if that's the case, you can transfer without having to sit out. Now, you can't follow the coach. Matt Campbell leaves Toledo. You want to come follow Campbell from Toledo to play at Iowa State, you're still going to have to sit out. But if you want to go someplace else, you're free to do so. Um, Great rule. I like the idea. I like the idea. And it seems to be gaining a lot significant traction, and I wouldn't be a bit surprised to see this one uh, uh, get the thumbs up across the board. And and I was happy to see there's people concerned that you're just going to get a super team. You know, there'll be a a group of juniors from over here and over there, and we're all going to go to – Clemson, and we're all look at that defensive line coming back, mm-hmm. and we're going to help out offensively, and and look what we're going to create. It stays away from that. Plus, schools for football, you still can't oversign. You know, right. twenty five scholarships per year, so you know that's going to be a part of it. Maybe we'll see. It's some not schools. carte blanche. You're one hundred percent right. It's not like you're going to be able to make that super team. Yeah, because because that super team's already got guys in place, and already got guys in those scholarship years. Now, the one concern, I guess, would be. You fire a coach, and it's time to fire a coach. And mm-hmm. we saw it here in the state with Todd Licklider. It was time. Mm-hmm. It was only three years in, but it was time. Basketball and football are different, but you fire a football coach, let's say, because you need to fire him. And there's people, what if 20, 25, 30 scholarship athletes leave? Yeah, it's going to put the it next coach the incoming at a coach. Yes, it does. Maybe this is going to lead to something that I think needs to come back a little bit more, a little more leeway. A little more levity when it comes to these rash decisions. Now, I don't think the Lick Ladder one was a rash one, but when a guy gets into year three or year four, you're waiting and mm-hmm. give that coach that extra year because we've seen plenty of breakthroughs. Well, they gave it to Paul Rhodes. Yes. Well, but he had breakthroughs early on. Mm-hmm. But they, but still, they, they fired him. Now they wouldn't have had Matt Campbell, so mm-hmm. everything yeah. works out for a reason, right? I don't think that Pollard goes after Campbell had he sh- fired him the year that I thought should have been fired. Did your mic just go quick. off or is it my headphones? Go ahead. Maybe it's my You got headphones. me? Yeah. There right, there there right. Yeah. I I think we just go a little too far sometimes in the firings. And an extra year I don't think would be the worst thing across the board. It's easy to say it with a, a big overview, though, because when you dial in and you get into those local situations like we talked about here, it is a little bit different, but... Maybe another positive that could come from this. Mm. Well, take a time out. By the way, I better eat a little crow. Kansas is Kansas. Oh, again, right? got it done last yeah, night. Oh, boy. That was, I thought it was going to be a good game. I really yeah, and truly yeah. did. Never gave him a chance. Crowd was great. I mean, crowd was into every it. Every single time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it would be a 5 nothing run, and yeah. that place would be going nuts, and never could get over the hump, nope. K-State. Uh, Wisconsin looked as though they had a chance to pick yes. off my Huskers for a while. I texted you last night and said, oh, Vegas knows. Yeah. And it was right after that text cleared, and I uh, and I texted you back, and all of a sudden the tide turned. Yes, your Cornhuskers playing good basketball. They are. Palmer's a player, isn't he? Well, they got a bunch of them, but this kid I think is really good. Uh, we'll take a timeout. We'll come back. Zuba Mahente will be here. Mark Morehouse in the 1 o'clock hour. He covered uh, Barta's, uh, Barta, uh, McCaffrey's press conference yesterday, uh, so it looks as though he's dipping over into the basketball side of things, at least maybe for the home games. I don't know if Mark will travel. We'll find that out when we speak to him later on. We're going to speak to Zuba Mahente next. Trent Condon and myself are with you until 2 o'clock on the Kendaller Show at 1700 KBGG. 1700 KBGG brings you Westwood One coverage of the NFL all season long through the Super Bowl. Hey, guys. This is Nate Adams. 
You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. It's that time of year. The cold weather is here. The Animal Rescue League wants to remind you that unpredictable winter weather can be very dangerous for your animals, and we encourage you to bring them inside this time of year. Animals should not be left in cars and should only be outside long enough to relieve themselves. If you witness a situation where an animal is in danger due to weather conditions, call your local law enforcement or animal control. The way she's always singing, her silly laugh, the way she kisses me hello. This Valentine's Day, I want to turn everything I love about her into the one thing she'll love forever, an engagement ring. It's the Jared Valentine's Day Diamond Event, February 1st through the 14th. Save up to $1,000 off any diamond when you buy her setting at Jared. And let our expert jewelers help you find or create the one ring that could only be for her. That's why he went to Jared. Some exclusions apply. See Jared.com for details. Well, it's that time of year again, tax time. Not all tax firms are the same. Hi, this is Mike Hammond, owner of Advantage Financial and Tax Services, located in West Des Moines. Not only am I a tax pro, but a certified financial planner as well. We can discuss tax savings ideas and financial services when we meet. We are not a chain and offer local and personalized service. Give us a try. Visit AdvantageIowa.com or call 440-1133. Advantage Financial and Tax Services. Since 1993, Wolf Construction has been Des Moines' choice for residential and commercial roofing. From complete re-roofing to small leaks, call Wolf Construction at 225-8866 for your roofing needs. Call 225-8866 to set up your roofing consultation or online at wolfconstruction.net. That's wolfconstruction.net for Wolf Construction. A-plus rating from the Better Business Bureau. wolfconstruction.net. Washer Systems of Iowa, blasting grime and saving you time. At Washer Systems of Iowa, we have an experienced factory-trained service department and will work on any American-made pressure washer. Washer Systems of Iowa featuring Mighty M Industrial Pressure Washers. Mighty M, built in Iowa, number one in Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, head coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Washer Systems of Iowa. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 14th Street in Des Moines, or online, washersystems.com. You know, guys, we've got it pretty good. Going to games, watching sports on TV, listening to sports talk radio, we never really stop with sports. So maybe with Valentine's Day just around the corner, you ought to get her something special from Heartland Flag Poles and Flags. Did you know that we carry a huge selection of home decor and furnishings? We do. Art Peace Poles. We have a huge selection. She'll love the one you pick out for her, and best of all, she'll know that you're actually listening to her, or at least got lucky because you went to Heartland Flag Poles and Flags. 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines or heartlandflags.com. Hey guys, Trent Condon here again from 1700 KBGG. We made it. A new year upon us. A happy 2018. No a lot of people have New Year's resolutions, things you want to improve upon, but a lot of times you need help. 
If better health is one of your goals in 2018, I have a place for you that has helped me. It's New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness has built a strong history helping one patient at a time. They'll make a program specifically designed for you from weight loss, hormonal treatment, maybe it's migraines, so many things that New Leaf Wellness can help you with in 2018. What I want you to do, give them a call today, 515-650-1358. That's 650-1358. Give them a call. Let's feel better together. It's New Leaf Wellness, 650-1358. Villaggio Italian Restaurant brings real homemade Italian to you. Fantastic food, great service, and an elegant vibe that feels like home. All your favorites from the original in Norwalk and an expanded menu with the newest location on 100th Street in Urbandale. Plus, one of the best happy hours in the metro from 3 to 6 each weekday. When you're thinking Italian, make it Villaggio. Pizza, pasta, sandwiches, and more. Two locations, Sunset Drive in Norwalk and 100th Street in Urbandale. Villaggio Italian Restaurant. Here we go. Back to Iowa's only local sports show over your lunch hour. Here's Ken and Trent. All right, welcome back. Ken Miller Show, 1700 KBGG, here until 2 o'clock. We'll go to the uh, site of Super Bowl 52. Tim Yotter coming up at about 1.40. Look forward to catching up with Tim. He's joining us every day this week to give us a flavor for what's going on in the Twin Cities. Let's talk to our guy. He's Zubin Mahente, ESPN. He joins us on a weekly basis, and uh, now is the time. Zubin, Trenton, Ken, how are you? Doing good, guys. Better than Iowa and Iowa State hoops. That last weekend. I mean, that's, that's about as bad as it's been. I'm not following it as closely as you guys, obviously. I still keep my eye on it. But that was about as bad as I think I've seen a collective weekend in a while. And that's really mostly because of the Cyclones. I think for the most part, Iowa State's held up their end of the bargain the last few years. Iowa's kind of been in a little bit of a rut here, as we all know from a macro perspective. But, man, watching both of them. Mm. I mean, when beating Wisconsin ends up being the highlight of your season, that's normally not a bad thing. But uh, this might be the worst Wisconsin team in about 20 years. So it's going to be rough to watch, rough finish yeah, no doubt. It was a rough weekend. I mean, uh, the Panthers got blown out by Loyola, and Drake uh, took one on the chin again. So it was a lost weekend for the uh, states, uh, for the four in-state team. Well, Zubin, let's start there. Let, let's stay on the basketball theme. I watched Virginia and Duke trying to I trying to identify teams that we're going to be, you know, having to really brush up on as we get further into the tournament. Virginia seems to be one of these teams, Zubin, um, that that just look like they're built to go a long way. They can score a little bit but it's just the suffocating defense that they play. And to me, defense is all about effort. And that's what, that's what you know, I can, I can put on a 55-45 game. I can watch a 12-10 game or in our 13-7 game in football. Defense is all about effort. Virginia, I think, plays as well defensively as anybody in college basketball. They look to me like they're built for a long run. How about you? I, I think the easy answer is yes, but, you know, this is the same team that scored 39 points in the NCAA tournament last year and were eliminated in the second round by Florida. And their defense has been a good build here since Tony Bennett has been there. I learned it from his father, Dick Bennett. Um, and I think everything you say is accurate, but I know that you've got to score some points to win. And I think they're capable of doing it. I like their roster. Um, I don't think they have a Malcolm Brogdon on their roster. I don't think they have a Harris on their roster. I think Guy is pretty good. But I think that's the way people want to go. Anytime you go into Duke and dominate Duke on the road, 
um, and looked that great. I believe Duke had maybe 22 points in the first half. I think all that seeps up and says, yeah, Virginia is going to be a tough out. They have more wins in the last four and a half years in the ACC than Duke and UNC. I mean, you can bring all these stats to the table, and they're all interesting. But um, I've seen them not be able to score when needed. Yeah, if you can score 60 on them, that's amazing. If you can score 55 on them, that's amazing, all that stuff. But I'm not 100% sure that this team, when it counts, right now it's hard to say uh, and hard to give them the benefit of the doubt. They're clearly probably going to be the inside track to win the ACC. But I've seen them in the tournament um, not hit big shots when they need to. Uh, are they going to face any team in the tournament with the talent and caliber of Duke? Probably not. That's probably the most talented team they'll face. But circumstances, as you know, can dictate everything. And Tony Bennett's a great coach. He, Sean Miller, and Chris Mack are probably the three best coaches that are currently going that have never been to the Final Four. Um, but if that defense was as suffocating as people say it is, and it is, and it's not a newfangled it's not like a newfangled creation. This has been here for a while, this pack line defense. They have not gone to the Final Four, and that is a very high bar to reach. And I'm not crit- criticizing them, Ken, for not being there, but I think you could have an all-world defense, but you're going to have to hit some shots. It's sort of like what you guys are watching in the Big 12 to another degree. Like, West Virginia is an unbelievable team. Defensively. But, <laughs> yeah, defensively. Right. But you've got to hit some shots. Like, they, they should have... They had more, not talent, but they had everything going for them Saturday against Kentucky. Mm-hmm. And even with that lockdown defense, a team that really hadn't shown much, especially away from Rupp, was able to win it. In a one-game scenario, this is also an interesting comment. Kenny, you know, we talked about the NBA, best of seven, NHL, best of seven. In a one-game scenario, you know, it just happens for Virginia. The defense is always going to be there, the cliche of defense traveling, but I need to see more on their offense before I can really, really claim that I think I feel really confident about them. Look, Villanova is a bad shooting day. They can lose to Butler, and I think most people believe Villanova is Final Four bound. But on any day like that, Butler's no threat to win the title this year. They scored, I believe, over 100 points on Villanova. So anything can happen in a 40-minute span. Um, and I think sometimes the true test of it isn't shown in college basketball where another series like the NBA or the NHL or Major League Baseball, which is 5-7, and seven, the better team generally wins. In college basketball, you just... You just never know, especially at tournament time um, when the stakes are a little bit raised. Well, and they know it very well, that collapse against Syracuse in the Elite Eight. They saw it, well, you can play well for 30 minutes, but uh, it's a 40-minute game. Zubin, uh, one more on the college front for me. Auburn, Bruce Pearl, a name that is uh, well-recognized here in this state for his days as an assistant under Dr. Tom, had the FBI scandal happening with Chuck Pearson, uh, and then... Loses two players, yet here they are ranked at number 11 in the AP poll towards the top of the SEC standings in a pretty good SEC this season. How has Bruce Pearl been able to do this, and and is this enough? Before the season, it looks like he's going to be out of a job. One good season like this, enough to keep him around, even with everything floating around him? Yeah, I mean, because he has basically come out and said, now again, I mean, everybody's going to say this on the surface, but as you know um, from his days at Iowa, and he's in a situation where he's going to kind of have to play it on the up and up. Because after what happened with the whole recruiting scandal with Iowa and Illinois, and what happened at Tennessee where his parting was less than, I would say, uh, you know, pleasant, that you're really dealing in a situation where, let's face it, when all the allegations came out, and it was Oklahoma State, Miami, Arizona, Auburn, and all these schools came out, let's be honest, 
on the surface, just, you know, not to be stereotypical, but who's the first one where you're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. And people are like, oh, Sean Miller, he's never had any problems. Mm-hmm. Tony, you know, Andy Envy's never had any problems. Jim Laranega, he's just an old guy that's done it the right way. <laughs> he's done more with less with George Mason. And then you look at Bruce Pearl. And just with his history, it leads you to indicate that I'm not sure that guy is going to get the benefit of the doubt. So to me, when he came out and said, I didn't know anything about this, I tended to believe it. Now, you would say that's naivety, that's skepticism. I worked with Bruce. I loved working with Bruce. I was able to do something with him earlier this year during the game. I love the guy. So I'm not saying I'm clouded by that. But I am saying is when you have some of the history that Bruce has, it would really behoove you to not get caught a third time. I'm not going to use the word caught in quotation marks. When you've had two strikes against you and you're basically on your last legs in a major Power 5 job, if you want to keep that job, you better be up front at the beginning. Um, you know, he also said, look, with the Chuck Person thing, you know, Chuck Person, he played in the NBA for a long time, probably made a lot of money. Now, he didn't play in the age where, you know, guys like today, where you have one max contract, you never have to do another thing. But he probably made plenty of money in the NBA, and he basically said, look, I don't know what was going on. This guy played at Auburn. I'm here. So to me, I think he's easily in the conversation for National Coach of the Year. I would have no problem if you voted for him. I think he's easily the SEC Coach of the Year. I think Rick Barnes has done some really good things. Um, And I think there is probably that race is over, even though I think Barnes has done a good job. But to me, I just think when you look at prior reputation, because of his past and some of his baggage, He's probably the only guy in the FBI investigation, um, even more than Patino, that did not get the benefit of the doubt because of a sordid past. So to me, I think, you know, maybe I'll just be proven wrong and you know, I'll have to eat these words, but I just think he probably knows it would be in his best interest from this point forward to be totally honest. And I think they've been great because he's got great players. He's an excellent recruiter. I mean, guys want to play for him. Uh, Wiley, the, one of the two guys you mentioned, He'll be back next year. They're recruiting incredibly well. Uh, home court atmosphere is really good. was not the case before he got there. Um, and so I just generally think that he's a guy that can recruit, which is a huge part of college basketball, of course. And he's a guy that probably knows that even if he's tempted, he probably needs to walk a straight line. Am I saying he's perfect? By no means. Am I, am I a little clouded because of my relationship with him? Yes, I really like the guy. Um, but I would tell you that I think for the most part, he's probably doing it on the up-and-up because the consequences for not doing it on the up-and-up would probably would probably be deadly for his coaching career. Yeah, I don't think he has many more strikes left, Zuba. I'm with you. Let's uh, turn our attention uh, north uh, from where we are uh, to the uh, Twin Cities and the Super Bowl 52. Zuba, um, I, like, I'll be honest with you. I, I thought Jacksonville had a really good chance to knock off the Patriots, and I was proven that, you know, that they were, they did have a really good chance to knock off the Patriots, but in the end, they didn't. Um, now it's the Eagles, and I feel the same way. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's, you know, I'm being clouded by my, um, I, we're just all sick of New England winning this thing every single year. But this Philadelphia team, Zubin, they can get after you defensively. I like some of the matchups in this game. Um, your thoughts? Can the Eagles knock the Patriots off this perch and maybe put an end to what is a remarkable run in the NFL? Yeah, I mean, I think that's the one thing. I'm glad you said that. I think, you know, the Patriots are playing in their 10th Super Bowl. Um, when they played Jacksonville, they played in their seventh straight conference title game. 
And I just think it's becoming so normalized that I didn't even give you any inflection, Kent. Seven straight mm. AFC title. That is incredible. I don't think anybody's done that. And we just sort of, just like you said, expect them to be there. So I think in some cases their greatness is being taken for granted. And that's kind of, you know, it's, it's the world we, which we live in now. And Seth Wickersham, my colleague, put that story out on the Patriots and the tension between Belichick, Brady, and Kraft. Only then, it seems, not only then, but it, then it was really exacerbated, Ken, when people were like, man, look at what they've done over the course of 17 or 18 years, as if the basic end of that was the only way for people to recognize how great it would be. I mean, how long did Kobe, Shaq, and Phil last together? I mean, you know, maybe half as much time, you know, mm-hmm. and that was seen as incredible to keep them all together. And it was just one of those things where I think sometimes when you look at the end of something, and in sports, unfortunately, the end is never pleasant for the most part, um, it's one of those things where that's what it took to realize how great they were when it looked like they were tearing apart uh, inside. And, and Bob Kraft, by the way, did not really downplay that story when he was asked after the AFC title game. He goes, hey, when you've got this much success, there's going to be some tension. I'm not saying that was a validation of Seth's story, but he certainly did rebuke the story by basically saying, hey, when you've got this much success, there's going to be some issues in the room. Um, I think the Eagles, outside of the quarterback position, because there's such a disparity – if you heard Nick Foles, it was so interesting. I heard Nick Foles talk on Sunday or Monday. I think it was Sunday. He, if you would have told me this was not Nick Foles, he sounded like a fan, right? I've never, I've never even been to the Super Bowl as a fan. <laughs> I've, never, I've never attended the game. Like, I love the earnestness. Don't get me wrong. But that's where everything is being exacerbated. Brady's having been there, done that. Nick Foles never literally having been to the Super Bowl at any capacity at any point since he's been walking the earth. But at the other skill position players, if you said to me the Eagles have better wide receivers, I'd agree. If you said the Eagles have better running backs, I'd agree. If you said the Eagles have a better pass rush, I think most teams actually have a better pass rush than the Pats, to their credit. They were trying to upgrade it constantly throughout the season. I would agree. I think if you told me the best defensive player on the field is on the Eagles, in Fletcher Cox, Cox yeah. I would agree. Um, so for me, yes. I mean, this is, like a, this is like a pro football focus. We were determining the game via PFF. <laughs> the Eagles would have a good chance. But at the end of the day, um, the disparity in quarterback is unbelievable. Um, at the end of the day, the disparity in coaching, and I'm nothing against Doug Peterson. I just think, obviously, Belichick's in a class by himself. And I think sometimes, even though much may tilt in favor of the Eagles, if you're telling me that the quarterback and the, wide, and the head coach is probably the biggest advantage for the other team, that's tough to overcome. You know, that's like saying in the 90s NBA, we have the two best centers on the team. We have Akeem and the, you know, it's tough to overcome that no matter how many speedy guards you have. Now the NBA has become a guard-oriented game. But if you're telling me in the, in the NFL there's nothing more, if it's a quarterback-driven league and we have arguably the best one to play, and we have the coach that I believe, if I'm not mistaken, Ken, has more postseason wins than anybody, I believe he's past Shula and Landry, that's a tough one to really overlook and say, well, you know, the Eagles' defensive line, it is a little better. <laughs> I think the Eagles collectively probably are better. Um, in terms of individual positions, but at the spots that matter the most, mm-hmm. whether it's experience or not, I think you've got to give the nod to the pass. But as you know from your, you know, I mean, Vegas is clearly saying this is going to be a competitive game. No question. Hope that we get that, and, and we've got that with the Patriots. They've given us some great games. They really have, haven't they? Uh, a lot of tight ones throughout the year. Zubin, uh, with that, how do you see it playing out? Do you see it being a tight game? We're taking down our predictions for everybody this week, so we're going to lock you in today. Who do you got, Eagles-Pats? I really want the Eagles to win, and I have nothing against the Pats by any means. I just want to see 
that city get this one? You know, I grew up about 40 minutes from there. I'm not a diehard Eagles fan or anything like that. I'm more, more closely identified probably with New York and Philadelphia where we live in New Jersey. But it is tough to, unless you're there, and you see the crazy fan videos, the Chris Go on the polls, and, like, that is, unfortunately has become what people think of Eagles fans, and that's the way it works, right? And that's what goes viral. That's what most people think. But that is one of the most passionate football towns in America. And you've got the Santa Claus thing, and you've got the jail in the stadium, and all these things that just get headlines. But, you know, they had the Phillies win, and that was amazing in 08. They've had the Broad Street Bullies. That was a long time ago for most people. And they've had the Sixers in 83, and even the Sixers with the general, you know, moving in the right direction has caused hysteria there. But the Eagles are the Eagles, and they stand alone there. And it's really difficult to encapsulate if you've never been there. It's sort of like everybody can understand why people in Green Bay love the Packers. And everybody knows a Steeler fan because they have, like, a worldwide fan base. But the Eagles, they are right there. Their fans are cast in a different light, but the passion and the enthusiasm that that city has for that team. And keep in mind, that's the only pro sports team of the four, of the major four, that has never won. Everybody in their division, the Eagles, everyone in their division, the Giants, the Redskins, and the Cowboys, have all won multiple Super Bowls. They're waiting for their first. And they've been in the Super Bowl twice, and they haven't been able to get it done. It's very, I would say it's like the East Coast example, guys, now that I think about it and I'm talking to you, to basically, to basically extrapolate it for your audience. It's like the East Coast version of the Vikings. You know what I mean? Amazing fan base, heartbreak along the way. Um, but I just feel like the Pats are the better team. And at those two positions, I'll take the Pats. But I'm rooting for the Eagles. Not because I'm rooting against the Pats like so many people, but because I feel like it would just be a great story for the NFL. But I'll take the Pats in a tight one. Hmm. So does, uh, last thing, we've got like a minute left. Does it, Even if you're right and, and the Patriots win, does it feel like it's coming to an end? I mean, Patricia McDaniels are leaving. We've, we've seen Weiss and Cornell leave before, and it really hasn't made that big of a difference. Um, does it feel like it's coming to the end? For, I mean, Brady can't play forever, uh, but it just seems to me like we're, we're nearing the end, thankfully, uh, of this amazing run. I would quibble with you for one reason. Sure, McDaniels will go and Patricia will go, but they've been able to replace those positions before. My main thought on that, Ken, is this. What is Tom Brady's whole brand? For a guy that's been ultra-private in the last year, Tom versus Time, all this sort of stuff has come out where he basically kept it hidden for so many years. Why? He's setting up for his life after football. And what is his mantra? If you could describe Tom Brady's mantra in one sentence, it would be, I am defiant of age. I am age-defiant. Go by my book. Go to my wellness centers, eat what I eat, drink a lot of water, go to sleep by 9 o'clock, don't eat peppers and tomatoes and all that sort of stuff. <laughs> what is the best way? What is the best way to endorse everything I just said? Keep playing. Keep playing yeah. the most physically brutal game at the age of 40. The best advertisement for his post-football life is to keep playing football because he continually says, I don't feel bad. I felt much worse at 25 than I do today. The best way to promote everything he's continuing to do and his blossoming into is the best way to do that continue to play no better endorsement for your product than living it to the fullest yeah he could continue to play but he could continue to play and be five and eleven and that'd be five by me <laughs> and i think i speak for most of the country zuba great stuff we'll catch up with you next week thanks pal thanks good to talk to you zuba mahente espn espn sports center you see him a lot one of the survivors over there and um 
hats off to him. Yes. Uh, hey, speaking of that, how about Chris Hassel? Good for him. Did you see he did a game on CBS Sportsnet the other day? I, I've seen him pop up from time to time. He was wearing the CBS blazer. Nice. And very yes. proud of it. I bet. I bet. I saw him. Uh, and, and rightly so, by the way. He's done uh, like their scoreboard show, you know, the halftime show. Mm-hmm. I find myself over there a lot during the week as they have some Mountain West mm-hmm. games yep. as I'm trying to get right at the end of the night. <laughs> yeah. I uh, I play those games a lot. How much? How long? Because everyone t- says that as good as he is, and I thought he was. I thought his strength on was, was the stuff, the the Stivers Ford. Mm-hmm. You know the skits. Yes. I thought he was so gifted. And he's really good reading sports, but I think he's better doing skits. He's really good at play by play. Yes. Is is this a guy that we will see at some point? Not not this year, but look, TNT's got it. CBS got it. They got a great relationship there. Could we see him doing some tournament games down the road? Oh, absolutely. And maybe like the yeah. not too many years down the road? Yeah, I'd put the over-under at two and a half years. I think I'd probably take the under. Yeah. He seems to be uh, headed in that direction. Absolutely. Good for him. Yeah, that'd, that'd be, be great. Really would be. We'll take a time out. We'll come back, wrap up the first hour of the program. Mark Murhouse, Cedar Rapids Gazette 115. Tim Yotter, Viking Update. We will uh, get the latest from the Super Bowl City, as we'll do every day this week uh, with Tim Yotter. Look forward to that. He's still to come as well. Trent and I are here until 2 on 1700 KBGG. Sunday night, Monday night, and Thursday night football from Westwood One, only on 1700 KBGG. The Rookie is Central Iowa's leader in sports cards, collectibles, supplies, and memorabilia. The Rookie has a large selection of vintage and modern-day sports cards for brands such as Topps, Upper Deck, and Panini. Whether you're starting a new collection or building your own, The Rookie has all your needs from football, basketball, baseball, hockey, UFC, and more. It's time to collect. Stop by The Rookie, 9992 Swanson Boulevard, right across from the Willis Auto Campus. And online at TheRookieSportsCards.com. My name is Natasha, and I'm with Coleman Greater Iowa. We've been teaming up with Iowa Wild for five years now to host Pink in the Ring. If you've never been, this is the year. Join us at Wells Fargo Arena on Saturday, February 10th. We'll have lots of giveaways and a silent auction. If you're brave enough, you can get your head shaved or color your hair pink. After the game, don't miss the live jersey auction where you could take home your favorite player's jersey. So come on out Saturday, February 10th at 6 p.m. Wear your pink and help us raise money for life-saving services in our area. For more information and to buy your tickets, go to homeingreateriowa.org. See you there. As a small business owner, you make every dollar count. So what could you do with $10? Go to vistaprint.com today and you'll get 500 high-quality custom business cards for only $9.99. That's less than two cents per card. And at Vistaprint, your satisfaction is absolutely guaranteed. So it's never been easier to turn 500 strangers into connections. Just visit vistaprint.com and use promo code 7575 at checkout. That's vistaprint.com, promo code 7575. Your home for UNI basketball is right here, 1700 KBGG. It's stolen away. McLeod's got it for you and I. Juwan for Brown. He'll throw it inside to pick. He laid it up and in. Catch every Panther basketball game home and away on 1700 KBGG with a call from Gary Rima. And the head coach for the Panthers, Ben Jacobson, joins Jimmy B and TC each Monday at 515. Presented by Washer Systems of Iowa. Your home for the Panthers, 1700 KBGG. 
Guys, are you ready to begin your journey to live life better? Are you feeling tired and worn down or looking to improve performance and drive in the bedroom? Looking to burn fat and gain muscle? Then it's time to contact New Leaf Wellness. New Leaf Wellness offers a free, no-obligation consultation. Dr. Robert Seaman and the New Leaf staff will help craft a plan dedicated to you. From testosterone replacement therapy, advanced weight loss, to nutritional therapy, New Leaf Wellness strives to find the plan that will improve your quality of life. Dr. Robert Seaman and New Leaf Wellness. Give them a call today at 515-650-1358. Again, 515-650-1358 for New Leaf Wellness. One more time, 515-650-1358. It's time to live life better with New Leaf Wellness. Call 515-650-1358. That's 515-650-1358. At the Food Bank of Iowa, we know it's hard to believe that someone you might know might be struggling with hunger. But when one in eight Iowans may not be sure where their next meal is coming from, hunger may be closer to home than you think. It affects all kinds of people parents, students, families, like the Hardesty family. Even though they work full-time, they struggle to make ends meet. But with three children, giving up isn't an option. We help families like the Hardesty's every day. You might not know this family, but they could be your neighbors. Together, we can help ensure that all of our neighbors in need have dinner on the table. Donate today at foodbankiowa.org. We're the Food Bank of Iowa, and together, we can solve hunger. I know, I know, I know. You picture a flag flying and it's almost always against a clear blue sky on a sunny summer day, right? Well, it doesn't have to be. Flag guy here. Nothing wrong with a flag flying in the middle of winter. Your favorite team's colors would do well to break up the bleak, cold time of year. Besides, with the football playoffs, basketball getting great, and spring ball just around the corner, it's a great time to fly your flag. Shop Heartland Flag Poles and Flags, 3719 Southwest 9th in Des Moines, or take free shipping when you shop online at heartlandflags.com. You ever wonder what you look like with a full, natural head of hair? Well, find out. Mr. Executive lets you try before you buy. Get real hair again and a lease with options. Mr. Executive offers a 90-day lease for just $200. At the end of 90 days, if you decide to keep your new hair, the initial investment goes toward the purchase price. Look, don't spend any more money on potions and lotions that don't work. Check the latest in hair replacement online at mrexecutive.com or call 274-4049. Mr. Executive, 70th and University in Windsor Heights. Real sports talk for real sports fans. Back to Miller and Condon on 1700 KBGG. Welcome back. Uh, Final couple of minutes here, the uh, first hour of the program. We've still got another hour to go. Mark Morehouse will be here, Tim Yotter as well. Trent, the news came yesterday, an NBA trade, a significant one. Blake Griffin uh, traded from the Clippers to Detroit. Um, Can you imagine? (laughs) I mean, I guess I'm I'm assuming Blake Griffin had a pretty nice setup in L.A., right, wherever he lived? Yes. And to have to, you know, you wake up, you dry, you open up the blinds. I'm assuming there's palm trees outside his place. There's a pool in the backyard. Uh, you know, it's, it's it's California, right? It's SoCal, and to be traded to Detroit of all places, what would be a similar trade in either oh. NFL, MLB, NBA, NHL? Like leaving the Anaheim Ducks and getting traded to Winnipeg would fall into that yeah. category. Miami to Cleveland. LeBron did that on his own accord. Yeah, for for the culture, for the shock of yeah, it all, yeah. right? Um, that would be one. That would be one. 
Um, Miami to Toronto. That's her, Toronto's Toronto's a beautiful a, city. Yes. It's a beautiful city, but the weather sucks. Uh, it's not. It's not as. It's. It's. Yeah. It's bad. It's further south though than than you'd think. Yes. Yes, it is. I think it's further south than Detroit. Is yes, it not? Yes. That's um, correct. Is there one in baseball? Who would be the team now that you would uh, leaving the Chicago Cubs to go to where? Tampa. Still Florida. It is Florida. Yeah, that's good. No state income tax. That's another good thing. Dumpy state. That stadium is so good. Yeah, absolutely. In terms of environment, though, that's Mm -hmm. about as good to as bad. Good point. With that. But you do have some positives on the other end. Yeah, excellent point. um, Where uh, everything's kind of a drop. Yeah. I saw hockey played there. The NHL, Tampa Bay Lightning, when they first Mm -hmm. came into the league, that's where they played. They did? That's where they played, yes. And you saw it there? Yes, yeah, saw two games there. Was it cool? Was it No, just, it, it was, was awful. Off. It's like it was like going to a final four game, you know, uh-huh. with a in in a dome. Yeah. Oh, this was eighty they got eighty one of those kind of games on the home oh. slate. Um What what is the remember he always was Cincinnati was always the Clippers for the longest time. That's right. The yeah. laughing stock. But at least Bengals, it was LA, right? At least it was LA. Buffalo for football. Because of the weather, yeah. Because uh, of the fact that they've had, well, they finally made the playoffs this year. After that, when was it? Ninety nine, I think, was the league. Football year. Siberia. Football Siberia. Yeah, that's a good one. Cincinnati was that for a long time. It was Green Bay. You can't put in because no. Green Bay's got it's title town. It's like going to a college, you know, right. back to college, right. if you will. NFL. What would be the MLB equivalent of that now? Is it the Reds? The worst place to go. It's bad. Pittsburgh, but they have a beautiful, beautiful ballpark. stadium, and, and and Cincinnati's got a newer ballpark. And yeah, you I never hear anything. That you, I, I didn't like it. Really, it Too was cutty, yeah, cutter. it was it was yeah. There was nothing that elevated it. Okay, over the what do they call it? Um, bank of is it, is it named after a bank? Yes, Great American Great ballpark. American Ballpark. Right. Yeah, I wasn't impressed. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I just, just I'm trying to think of a place with an old stadium. There aren't hardly any there left aren't in baseball. Anymore. Tampa's no, the answer. There's no Metrodome. There's no Kingdome. No. There's no dumps. Astrodome. No. There's there's really there's no new Bush. Yeah. Miami's even got a new stadium. Tampa is Tampa's probably in the terms answer. of stadium. Yeah, it's at the but, bottom. But Blake Griffin, talk about a shock, right? Leaving LA for Detroit in January. Woof. Uh, the two, the one o'clock hour is coming up next. We will get back with that. Trent Connor and myself have another hour to go. Hope you can stick around for that. It's the Ken Miller Show on seventeen hundred KBGG. Hey, it's Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney. We are Tiki and Tierney, giving you the big scoop on all the games. Afternoons on the Big Talker seventeen hundred KBGG. Boom. Hey guys, this is Nate Adams. You want to know where to go for the best Valentine's Day gifts this year? Go to Christopher's Fine Jewelry. It's a tradition for the men in the Adams family to visit Christopher's because we trust their friendly, down-to-earth staff. No big sales pressure. They're happy to answer your questions and take the stress out of Valentine's Day shopping. Stop by Christopher's today at 3427 Merle Hay Road and tell them the Adams family sent you. When you hear Washer Systems of Iowa, you think about pressure washers. The Washer Systems of Iowa does so much more. Industrial floor care equipment, waste oil heaters, water heaters, accessories and parts, washers, used equipment, along with repair, preventative maintenance, and operator training. Selling and servicing commercial cleanup equipment for 29 years. Washer Systems of Iowa. And the presenting sponsor for you and I, Head Coach Ben Jacobson, each Monday on 1700. Visit their showroom at 6050 Northeast 
East 14th Street in Des Moines or online, washersystems.com. At Wolf Construction, we do many large construction projects across the Midwest, but we started as a roofing company, and we're still a roofing company today. At Wolf Construction, we don't just show up with a dumpster and trailer in your driveway. We arrive with a business card in hand, ready to take care of your home. Whether it's a simple roof repair, a complete re-roofing project, or a new construction project, Wolf Construction can handle the job. Call Wolf Construction at 515-225-8866 or visit us on the web at wolfconstruction.net. We're a roofing machine. On behalf of the American Foundation for Suicide Prevention Iowa chapter, thank you for your support in 2017. The Central Iowa Out of Darkness Walk at Ankeny's DMAC campus raised over $75,000. These funds allow our local volunteers to create and maintain support groups for those who have lost someone to suicide, implement education programs in colleges and high schools to prevent suicide, and advocate for new legislation to strengthen mental health care in Iowa. Please check AFSP.org slash Iowa for more information on our 2018 fundraising events, including campus walks and out-of-darkness walks across Iowa. The American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, Iowa Chapter, online, afsp.org slash Iowa. Carrie Hands Food Pantry serves the residents of Southeast Polk School District as well as all of Bondurant and Pleasant Hill. If you live in this area or use the school system and find yourself in need of additional food at this time, come in Mondays or Wednesdays between 3 and 6 or on Tuesday, Thursday, or Friday between 11 and 1. You will need to bring in an ID for each member of your family and a piece of mail postmarked and delivered to you for each adult over 18 in order to register. There are no income requirements, no checking of employment, nor need to be signed up for any government or church charity program. We are here to help. If you need food, we have it for you. Caring Hands has been serving the Southeast Polk area for more than 20 years and is funded by charitable contributions from those of us in the community. Check out their website at caringhandsiowa.org. You don't need more sports, but you want more sports. Rockstar Satellite can fix that with free next-day installation on DirecTV. Call Rockstar Satellite, 515-262-STAR. Call today for next-day installation, 515-262-STAR. Are you in the mood for real, classic, homemade Italian food? Well, I have the spot for you. It's Villaggio. Two locations. The newest location in Urbandale, 2675 100th Street. The original in Norwalk. Classic dishes like cavatelli, spaghetti, lasagna, and vodka rigatoni. Top-notch pizza and awesome sandwiches. A great happy hour and Italian done right. Villaggio, 